get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the 93rd episode of the What Up Though Podcast. Yes, sir. And uh, we're back with uh, lots of bullshit from last week. Yeah, man. It was an eventful week, man. We had, <laughs> we got, well, it wasn't that eventful, like, as, as in, in, like, quantity, but it was eventful in quality. Like, we got some shit we could talk about that was uh, pretty impactful during the week. Um, did you want to hop in to talking about these topics? Or did you want to read, read off some of these, like, emails and... Uh, we can uh, do shit first. We can do emails and stuff first. Yeah, that's cool. Let's do that. So, um, first thing we got on deck is uh, so we got a cigar group that we do, Detroit Cigar Club, and um, we post in there about cigars, post what we smoke in, talk talk about cigars, just you know, Me, shit like uh, that. We organize, like yeah, that. we organize events, shit like that. Me and Otis and uh Tony, who y'all might remember from last week, are admins in a group, and we organize events and shit, and uh, we. Randomly, I think we we popped up one of the podcast episodes in a group, and uh, one of the group members uh, became a pretty big fan of the podcast, and uh, he he heard how we how we really dig uh, Baylor's emails with the the voice messages and shit, and he was like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna top him. I'm gonna send y'all a, a video a video response." And not only was just like it was like a, it's a YouTube because he messages on our Facebook page, and I just thought I didn't even click the link. Cause I just thought he was sending us a random link, and I was like, "Oh, I'll watch it whenever." I'm about to watch this nigga's mixtape. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Know, I had no idea what he would be sending, but I was just like, "I don't know." Sending me this damn meme or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I, I really didn't know what it was. I was like, eh, "I'll watch later when I actually got some time to actually watch it and shit." Yeah, I remember he said that, so I figured it was probably gonna be his video. So I didn't watch the video at the time because, like, like I said last week with Baylor's uh, voice messages, I like to play them while we're recording, so. I didn't watch it at the time, but um, we watched this off mic before we started recording. But um, I didn't want to short him by by like talking about his video in retrospect. We right. always play Baylor shit live, so um, I'm gonna play his uh, voice messages and then we can respond to it. Well, his 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 video, and then we can respond to it. Just chiming in. Oh wait, hold on. Let me run it to the beginning. Hold on. All right. What up, though? Yeah, I stole y'all shit. Um, just it's city shit, on, but okay. On uh, last week's podcast. First, about the Warriors. Not a sports fan. I don't really can't keep up with them that much, so I can't really comment on that one too much. Uh, what I can say is, since I've been dancing since I was about seven years old, I got to give mad props to Otis for peeping that that was not the running man. We Apparently all peeped that, but all right. Jersey running man that they do somewhere over there. I don't know, but you're right. That's not the running man. You also very on point about them jacking up the term Harlem Shake. That was um, me. I'm pretty sure. But okay, as that's far cool. As the cops in the video. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that you ain't want to see him have fun, but I feel like if anybody's cops need that kind of release, it's ours because they actually do police work instead of just running around beating up black people. So, um, that was my points on that. One thing I wanted to ask is, have y'all ever thought about doing a cigar rating every week for your listeners that's into cigars? Since y'all tried quite a few at this point, have you ever thought of doing the same one so that the new smokers 
and the people that's, you know, sort of veteran smokers get a few different ideas of new stuff to smoke. Um, other than that, looking forward to the next one. And uh, just, Mike, all your flaws about not knowing what a jitney was and not knowing 10 on the 2, all that shit is resolved because listening to you rant about dirty dick hands and duck feet <laughs> and retarded dog was some of the funniest shit I have ever heard in my life. I thoroughly got embarrassed at work because I was laughing loud as fuck and everybody was looking at me like, what the fuck was wrong with me? So, damn, that shit was funny. Other than that, like I said, holla. Peace. So, <laughs> uh, so, this has kind of been going on a little bit in the cigar group. And I haven't talked about it on a podcast, but I think this is the perfect time to do so. Like, man, I got incredible amount of shade from that man on not knowing what Jitney's was. He hit me with like, yeah, it's okay because you ain't from the hood or some shit like that, dog. Like, I ain't from the hood because I don't know what Jitney's is and shit. I'm like, man, I grew up like, oh, like you grew up on like what? Where, where you grew up at? Like Evergreen Schoolcraft. Yeah, he grew up at Evergreen Schoolcraft. That's literally like two miles from me, dog. Like, I grew up on um. Well, I mean, our listeners who ain't from Detroit ain't gonna know, but I grew up on Plymouth and Greenfield area, so it's like this is so close to me, man. You're like, still in the hood. Yeah, I'm still like, yeah, man. I don't, I don't need my hood car pulled, dog. I, I, yeah, I'm light skinned and shit, but I fucking I still grew up in the hood, man. And, and he said it so like nonchalant, like yeah, that's cool. He didn't grow up in the hood. Don't yeah, worry, yeah it was so matter of fact, like just because he like he, oh he don't know about Jenny, he must be from Sterling Heights, right? Like I, I, <laughs> like, I feel like if he was around, he probably would have just patted you on the shoulder, like it's cool, brother. <laughs> it's cool, you, man. You ain't from the hood, man. You don't know this hood life. Yeah, so I had to defend myself, like, man, I'm from, I'm from the hood, man. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not out here, like, gangbanging and shit, but I'm like, I'm still from the hood, man. I, I grew up with the same struggles all y'all did, man. We just, I just don't know what the fuck a jitney is. I don't know. I got, I just, I don't know, man. We we had a minivan, dog. I was going to say, y'all took had, our own groceries y'all, home, y'all, shit. Y'all had, y'all had a car, so I guess it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a minivan, dog. My, my parents, uh, my parents all, like almost exclusively drove minivans. Like, I, I look at minivans now as something you got if you got, like, a whole gang of kids or some shit. But like, I don't remember. Like, okay, so we ha- we always had two cars, which I mean that sound baller for the hood. But uh, my dad always kind of had like his own little raggedy shit that he would drive. So we had two cars, but he had like his own shit that was just like his shit, and it was always like raggedy as fuck. Like he never had like a good car. He would always get some like cheap shit for like five hundred dollars and like drive that till it don't work no more, and then get something else. And then we always had like a family car that was like the it was like a, a minivan or like a full size van. So I mean, shit, we had a van. What the fuck we need a jitney for, man? So I didn't know I didn't know what none of that shit was. We probably went to the same damn stores that the jitney motherfuckers was at. But I mean, shit, I'm a kid. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's like my mom. My mom didn't have a car forever. And matter of fact, my mom didn't get her license until. It was right before I got, she got hers either at the end of 95 or the beginning of 96. So what was she doing prior to that? She's catching rides, bus. Damn, that's shit real. Shit like that. Um, so, cause it was, but that don't make me not from the hood just because Otis' mom didn't have no car. <laughs> right. God damn it. Right. So, yeah. So I had to, like, she just didn't want to drive or whatever. And so she really couldn't afford a car, really. But she really just didn't want to drive. So... I had to bet her 
that I would get my license but for her. And so that was the <laughs> only reason my mom got her license then is just to win the bet. Rushed, yeah, just to, just Did she, she? she yeah, she won she got it like that January <laughs> she got it two weeks before I got yeah, my shit. She got it that January I did, and I got my license like that June or whatever, so yeah, funny shit, man. So yeah, yeah. So I that's just had to. That's what's up. Man. Yeah, I had to defend myself on that. But um, what the? So he talked about us talking about cigars, and like the only kind of qualm that I've always had about talking about cigars on a podcast is that that's not really like our our listener base. Like I feel like if we spent x amount of time talking about cigars that people wouldn't really fuck with it like we we did that in the beginning of our podcast i think yeah. we would do like you know what drinks we were having or like you know the cigars we were smoking but it wasn't nothing in detail like we were like planning on it i think we actually in the beginning i think we mostly focused on the drinks that we were doing yeah i mean and, and that's what's really important cigars and stuff so so I, but i think that's one of the things that you know our cigar group is for which you know jeff is a part of that you know we we talk about what cigars we like in that page. Just because, you know, if there was a, we had more cigar listeners or something, maybe it would be something we did, you know, every so often. But, you know, I don't mind mentioning a cigar I, I, I'm having, though. You know, that's not an issue. But Yeah, I think we like, should, we could do that. Like, like huge descriptions and stuff. I don't know if it's something that, you know, listeners might see as somewhat boring since I don't think a lot of our listeners are, listeners are like avid cigar smokers and so forth. But, but I do also think, though, that, cigars are becoming trendier to the point where if we did have like a little segment on it we might not have a whole gang of listeners right now that really fuck with it but at the same time we could have listeners who are interested and, and might want to hop in interested. so i mean it's definitely and and and, and the, i don't think it's something we definitely would take off the table as something as, as a possibility but yeah it's something to look into i mean you know yeah, definitely something to look into. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with spending like a little bit of time and look like literally a little bit, like maybe like a few minutes talking about because we all we smoke cigars on every episode. So right. we could talk about what we're smoking that night and uh, generally what we like. So, definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, we can do that right now. Like, um, so um, right now I have a cigar collection that I have a collection of cigars that i know is my shit like the ones that i love and i have cigars that i got that are kind of like what we call like everyday smokes like shit that you won't necessarily buy in bulk or something that you think is the shit but something that's good enough that you might and it's cheap so you might smoke it like whenever you got like downtime like what we call like an everyday cigar and um right now i'm kind of trying to even out my even out my collection to where it shifts more towards shit that i know i like and less towards shit that I'm just kind of like everyday, like blah, 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 smokes. Right. So generally when I come over to do the podcast, I bring on average, I would say three cigars. I bring two out of my cheap everyday cigar collection and then one out of my good collection just to kind of even it out. And um, so today um, I smoked a EP Carrillo on the way here. And uh, it's something that it's not... You know something that's crazy good but it's like a good everyday smoke if you're like a i wouldn't it w- i wouldn't say it's something that like if you're a new smoker that i would say hey try this but it's something like if you're a seasoned smoker and you have shit that you know you like that's a little bit more uh upper echelon but you want something that you can smoke every day that's cheap it's a it's a good everyday smoke um i had that on the way here uh right now i'm smoking a payback which is uh the one I have is like the one of the bigger versions, which is uh, a seven by seventy, which means it's uh seven inches in length and uh seventy what's the ring gauge represent again? Fuck, I, I don't remember. But 
the seventy represents the circumference of the cigar. Seventy is damn near like maybe like a like circumference of like a quarter. That sounds about right. Yeah. And um, give or take. A seven by seventy is basically, to put it simply, a big ass fucking cigar. Right. <laughs> it's it's long and it's thick. Pause. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but uh, I I think this one's cool. I don't like the fact that it 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 dies out kind of easily after relighted a lot. But I got it for cheap on a cigar bid, and it's like you know I, I'm really just trying to knock it out. Like after I knock out, I bought a five pack of them. After I knock out these five, I probably won't get any more. It's not that big of a deal. And then yeah, I got I like a the smaller. Not to interrupt. I like the smaller payback ones. Yeah, um, I mean, if it was something simpler, I probably fuck smoke, with that. That was actually smoke free. I never had any light ninjas that I, I can recall. And the smaller ones, which is if that you said that's a seven by seventy. Yeah, they're probably like a shit five by fifty or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they're cheap as fuck. They're like five and some change, five fifty or some shit like that. So. Yeah, so I mean, uh, once I finish this one, I, I mean, once I finish this set of five, I think I got maybe like three more. I probably won't get any more if I or if I do, I'll buy the smaller size because I have issues with the bigger size. How long have you had those? A while. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been a while. The only the reason I haven't brought those as my uh as my everyday smokes to the podcast because they take so long to smoke. Right. So it's like. You know, I'm committing an hour and a half to two hours to a smoke that I'm kind of like halfway cool with. So it's like it's not really worth it. But um, I, it, it's it's a good smoke. I would imagine like if it was smaller, it'd be a better smoke. But like typically when you see guys with like big ass cigars and shit, most of the time they got it just because it's big as fuck. So it, they feel like they're Suge Knight or some shit. And it's, it's not really a good smoke. Yeah, the only cigar that I've had, it was like a large uh, ring gauge and size was the Asylum. Yeah, I like. I still like that one. I got some five by fifty Asylum still, so I I, I fuck with those. But I, I fuck with the seven by seventy two because it's a good smoke. But um, and then my last one is a uh, Uzi weighs a ton, which if you listen to the podcast, I mentioned it a bunch of times. It's one of my favorites. Um, uh, it's a it's a I think it's a six by sixty. Um, but I get the seven by seventy of that too if I can, cause it's a really good smoke. It's solid, one of my favorites. So, um, that's what I got right now. As far as like my general favorites, uh, we talked about it before. And if you want a cigar, you've seen it. We all love the Roman Neanderthal. Um, I love the Neanderthal. I like smokes. I like cigars at this point that are full bodied and and kind of like have a a peppery kind of taste to them. Those are kind of my favorites. Cause just cause I like to get high, I guess I don't know. And they <laughs> they 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 can give you like a they can give you like a pretty solid buzz. So uh, I I smoke those a lot. Well, I, I don't smoke them a lot because they're like twelve dollars a piece. But <laughs> I I like those. Those are my favorites. The Uzi. Um. Uh, there's another one. What was the other ones in my top three? This uh, fuck. This one I'm forgetting. Uh, I don't know. I could pull it up on my phone, but I don't feel like it. But yeah. So um. Yeah, that's what I'm smoking tonight. What you uh? So, what are your thoughts on the cigar shit? So, my the first cigar I had was a uh, it was an EP Carrillo, and it was called the Inch Cigar, and I was like a you said know, Inch Inch oh, okay um yeah, and that was like a it was a kind of a box a box uh press 
And box press is pretty much like it basically has four corners, almost like a box. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was like five. I think that was like a five by sixty or something like that. That was a pretty cool one. That was the first time I had that one. I've had other cigars from the EP Carrillo line, and so I got a sampler just to try some different ones, and so that was pretty cool. Um, it didn't really had no, no taste that stood out in particular, but you know, it was it was kind of I could tell it was like on a medium to full. Uh, body cigar, which is I like, which is one that I actually like too. And it's like, you know, even though I think me and you, we have, we kind of like full body cigars, but we probably smoke way different cigars all the time. So it's like so many different, you know, other than the Neanderthal uh, aroma, that's one of my favorites too. Um, so, and that was that one. I'm, now I have uh, the, uh, Drew Estates Undercrown, which is one of my favorite go to sticks. Um, and those yeah, are if you always listen to the good. podcast, you know he loved a fucking undercrown. I mean, well, we all love the fucking undercrowns, but yeah. but uh, I think the undercrown is like for Otis what the Uzi is to me. Right, right. I think so. Yeah. So I finally found the five pack um, decently on sale. So um, yeah, that else was up. So I think I got, I got a couple of more of the EP Carrillos uh, that I brought out. Well, I brought out like four, six. I know I'm not gonna smoke all of them. Um, and I have this other one called the uh four kicks and i don't know who makes four kicks cigar but that was pretty solid too so i might add it to my my wheelhouse of sticks so yeah so what uh we have other emails yeah so we got uh we got two from uh baylor the great this week i'm interested to see how we uh he came through with two uh two messages so uh let me cue those up real quick and uh we'll get those cracking Yo, so look, the most impressive thing is... Hold on, wait. Before I start this, I, I like the fact that... I'm going to have to start it back over. But I like the fact that uh, he hit us with the what up, though. I kind of like it's, it's kind of <laughs> becoming a thing. Like, So when Jeff said what up, though, he's like, stole y'all shit. But it's like, that's a Detroit thing. That's yeah. not our shit. So if you're from here, it's Jeff, your shit just as much as it is yeah, ours. Jeff's acting like a foreigner. <laughs> right. But I like the fact that Baylor, hit, Baylor opened his uh, email with uh, what up, though. Because, I mean, hey... That's you that's, know that's our that's, shit. That's our shit. So he's right. from he from LA. He's uh he's down with our shit. So I dig that. So all right, let me start it back up. What up though, yo? So look, the most impressive thing is about Golden State breaking a record is them niggas was light skinned doing it, <laughs> and history has shown that there's not a lot of light skinned niggas that play with that much talent and heart at the same goddamn time. That was a joke. Race, oh, it's a racist fuck. I don't think Golden State, nobody hates Golden State, really. You know what I'm saying? Even as a Laker fan, them niggas are not considered a rival or, you know, because they West. No, nigga, they, Clippers not even rivals to, to, to the Lakers. Uh, they just don't have enough jury to be one. Uh, but we, we respect Golden State um, and we respect the record. The thing is, though, we ain't no fucking dummies. Like, we grew up watching Chicago and we knew the level of competition that they was playing against. And the level of competition matters, nigga. Um, I'm not, let's not get into that because I might sound like a dinosaur, but at the same time, Chicago set the bar. They set the bar. Now, they went 72 and 10 and struggled in the playoffs and won a championship. Some people might have an argument. Or if they went 72 and 10, uh, steamrolled through the playoffs and lost in the championship, then we got action. But no, Golden State doesn't even come close to that 72 and 10. Uh, Bulls team what? at all. I mean, that if them <laughs> niggas played against each other, that shit is a landslide. Woo! I wouldn't even. Them, them niggas wouldn't even go four. They go three zero and then go to say the fourth, fifth, the fourth game. <laughs> um, but 
the era here, here. that Chicago played in and the era that Golden State plays in, that makes a difference. Uh, and yes, you do have to link both uh, the playoffs and a regular season together because that's what Chicago did. I mean, if they're going to be compared to the Chicago Bulls, my nigga, everything matters. <laughs> nigga, the championship ring matters. So, what you're telling me is you bagged the baddest bitch in the game, but you didn't smash. <laughs> that's it, it doesn't work like that, brother. It, it just don't work like that. If you go 73 and 9, you smacked everybody in the league. Everybody in the league. And you get to the playoffs, and it's a possibility that you might not make it to the championship. My nigga, that record doesn't matter. <laughs> that shit don't matter until next season. Until the next season, because it's a season. It's a you won that. You won that particular uh, accomplishment or milestone. You reached that milestone in the season, but that season is also linked to the playoffs because of what the Bulls did. They're be they're being compared to the Bulls. The Bulls will always be that seventy two ten team who won a championship. We just never talk about them winning the uh, the regular season title. Like we never talk about them just uh, setting the record. They like them niggas broke the record and won the championship. We always put those two together. So Golden State is compared to the Chicago Bulls, seventy-two and ten team. They gotta win the championship. They have to. They have to. And the hate that they get and the hate that LeBron get is totally different. Yes, of course, um, we don't like LeBron because of. Bron stands and, and shit like that, but it's also because that nigga just makes some of the dumbest decisions, and y'all let that nigga fly with it. <laughs> and who the fuck keeps doing his hairline? I don't get it. Whoever does that should have a job in Hollywood, because that makeup shit is phenomenal. But other than that, no, the, the hate for Golden State, if you really want to call it hate, I don't think it's hate. I think niggas are just critiquing them a little bit more than what they was doing uh, back in the day, because, I mean, majority of their fans is either in the fourth or fifth grade, and probably are light-skinned or mixed. You know, probably are light-skinned or mixed. Like so they feel as are getting hurt. Uh, but look, we just pointed out the obvious. Uh, Westbrook is going at that. Like, we see the flaws in Golden State now. Even though as perfect as they may seem, we see their flaws. When Chicago was doing a thing, Chicago really didn't have too many flaws because they had MJ, arguably one of the best players of all time. They had Scottie Pippen, who was a Swiss Army knife. And then they had role players like who stayed in their lane and, you know, like, the niggas had, like, a dominant, full dominant squad. Golden State seems to have that same thing, but the niggas got a lot of chinks in their armor, though. You know, we seen Westbrook go by, West, I mean, go by Curry a bit too many times, and Clay Thompson supposed to be one of the top defenders in the league, and Westbrook is making him looking like seven cans of shark shit. So, I mean, it, I mean, it is what it is. Niggas is not really hating on Golden State. We just like, look, we know what we know what um, what they lack in, and right now, OKC is exposing that. And if they don't win a championship, as simple as it is, you know, simple as it can be, it's just that record will will not mean anything unless they win a ship. That's it. I mean, that's hood rules. I mean, it's, uh, unless you go by something different, I mean, that's just how we did it. I mean, that's just life. Niggas are going to argue about that in the in your mama living room when she's not there, and they're going to argue about that shit in the barbershop. 
Other than that, give me that hundred thousand, my nigga. I don't care about that five. What do you say, five hundred mil? Hell no, nah, give me that hundred thousand. Cause if I don't get that five hundred, if I don't get that five hundred mil, I'm be really upset when I go to work the next day. <laughs> give me that hundred thousand, and I'm gonna go flip that shit. I might go put it on go to say gay. Before I go, fuck LeBron, the Cavs, and half of the Eastern Conference with their old weak ass. Toronto, sorry ass. Fuck Drake, too. <laughs> all right. Y'all have a good day. Fuck Drake. Hey, too. all right. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so let me preface our little bit. Of, he, he sent another message. So let me preface playing the second message with the fact that he sent that in like, like the next day after we recorded last week's podcast. So at that point that series was still up in the air. So I would imagine that his next message is going to have to do with the fact that the Warriors ultimately did end up winning that series. Right. Yeah. Cause that I was sound. It was kind of like they wasn't even finished yet. So. Yeah. But, um, what he was saying about, uh, uh, Steph Curry's, uh, defense. Ain't nobody really accused that nigga of having great defense. <laughs> I've never heard anybody even mention his defense as anything. Like, he, he's always talked about it like an offensive threat when he when he is on. But I don't hear nobody talking about his, his defense. So, right. Nah. So I think, like, if – so what do you think if – before – because I think this will be a, a decent conversation before we play his second message. What do you think about the Warriors and the comparison to the Bulls if they win the championship versus if they don't? Like, and I know it's a controversial subject because, like, no. it's two completely different squads and shit like that. But when you are a team that has won the most regular season games and you you beat out the team that largely people look at as one of the better teams of all time, you invite that comparison. So people can't just be like, oh, how can you compare them? Like, you compare them because they both won 70 games. I think it's going to – like, and I, I think I mentioned it. So I think I mentioned it at some point last week when we were talking about it, is that if if the Warriors win – I think it's going to go down to like it's going to go down to really like nitpicking shit. Like it's going to be like you know, well, how did they do in the finals? Did they get did they sweep teams? Did they almost lose? I think them uh, going down three one to to the Thunder is going to be a pushing point for people that feel that Chicago is the better seer, the, the was the better team because they didn't struggle in the playoffs at all. But you know, that's like you know. Going back to his uh, analogy about you know bagging some chick, like if if you get this chick and you meet her and you know you get dissed a few times, say for instance, and I'll equate dissed a few times to like going down three one, but eventually you hit. It's like <laughs> that was the end goal. You know what I'm saying? No matter how bad you play, if you know you went down three one, you won. You get to the finals, even if it goes seven games, you fucking won. So, I think if they do win, I think you can you can have an argument about who is a better team. But I think, but see, oh, there's no one going to argue that and say they're both great teams and put them. There's gonna be not gonna be no no first place shared of <laughs> who's the better team. There's always gonna be something to put as far as 
if they're, you know, which team is better. But I think it will come down to city shit like random stats and shit. Or how did they, you know, how did they fare against the teams in the finals or, you know, the Eastern finals or whatever the case. So, I don't know. It's going to be a conversation I'm not going to be a part of. Ex- I, I agree 100%. <laughs> I want no parts of that conversation. I want no parts of win, win or loss, I don't want any parts I mean, of the conversation. It's speculatory, but it really is when they both won. And the only thing you can say is that, uh, the Warriors won one more game in the playoffs. I mean, in the regular season. But I said that last week. The regular season don't mean shit when it comes to the playoffs. If you don't win, if they don't, if they get beat by the Cavs, no one really is going to give a fuck about the 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 one win because Chicago won it all that year. Right. So they're not. No one's going to really unless you know there's going to be some possibly some possible go to state like fanatic that's going to really push that one win made all the difference them being a better team. But nah, I don't. It, I don't think it's gonna fly too much. So I don't know. What, what do you think? I think that aside from the fact that I re- I don't I wouldn't really want to engage in a conversation. I think that the the tone of the conversation will turn to per- performance in the playoffs, in which Golden State is fucked regardless. So like, even if Golden State still wins, the people who are gonna say that the Bulls are better are going to point to the Bulls' playoff record. Mm-hmm. So the Bulls lost, like, okay, so if I remember correctly, the Bulls swept the first round, which at the time was three games, well, five game series, three wins, as opposed to now it's a first round of seven games. But um, the Bulls swept the first round. I think they lost, I, think, I know they swept two series, and I know they lost one to, I think, Orlando in, like, the Eastern Conference Finals. And they lost two to Seattle in the Finals. So they lost three games total. And Golden State lost three games just in his last series. Right. So It's definitely going to go down to playoff record. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to go to that. That's what, So the Bulls opponents are going to do that. Yeah. As far as, like, actually comparing the two, I, I, I don't really want to do it. But y'all already know where I stand on that front. But... I wouldn't take anything away from the Warriors. Like if I would, com- I, I wouldn't want to compare the two just because I, I wouldn't want to take anything away from the Warriors. Like winning back to back in this age is, is fairly rare. Winning back to back is rare, period. Right. But winning back to back in this age is rare. They have overcome Steph's injuries. They've overcome uh, just a, a, a tough series against Oklahoma City, uh, assuming that they win. Which and if they beat Cleveland, that that'll probably be a tough series too. So I mean I'm not gonna not, I'm not gonna take anything away from them. Am I gonna sit here and call them the best team of all time? Probably not. But I think it's still it's a good conversation to have for basketball. But I don't know, man. I I, I just don't. I'm kind of grown tired of the the whole comparison shit. You know, it's like if somebody asks me, yeah, I'm gonna say that I think the Bulls are better. But I'm not gonna fucking engage in these conversations and shit and get the arguing on Facebook I mean, and Twitter. Is, you have valid points. And I think, you know, I think, uh, uh, someone for the, for, uh, who's going to push golden state or, and if they have, lose, you, you can't say, sh- no, if they lose this ball game. But I think, shit. I think they are, they've, they've already lost just because they have. of the, yeah, because of the, 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 the playoff, uh, the playoff, hasn't been going as far as them. Yeah, not they really went seven. Dom- they're not dominating the playoffs, and so that one win and the extra win in the regular season is not going to push it at this point. So it's going to be. A, and I, like I say, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be the. Uh, Yo, uh, we got a new follower. On. Uh, the, what up, somebody, yeah. Well, somebody. Let's see. Um, 
I'm sorry. How did you see it, that? Because I got tweet deck up. Oh, okay. <laughs> if somebody, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna fuck your name up if you listening. I don't know how to say it, but it looked like it's Shafi. I don't know, C H A U F I E. But uh, she uh replied to us and Baylor saying, "Glad I saw your uh, what up though podcast retweet. I am for sure liking this show." And she followed our uh, podcast page. I'm, why am I assuming it's a she? I don't know, but <laughs> this person followed our what up though. No, it's a dude. Gamer okay. Geek Dad. It's a guy. Wait, what? What'd you just say? Gamer Geek Dad. No, that's not what I'm looking at. You talking about the Shafi? Yeah, it that says Shafi? at that Shafi. Yeah. yeah, I clicked the profile. Oh, okay. I, I I was looking on my phone. I clicked the profile. Wait, you said it's Gamer Geek Dad? He Like, he did a... Well, you know how people put... You know, when it shows the location? Mm-hmm. And that's what it says. Gamer Geek Dad. So it's a guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm assuming. Unless, but yeah, you know, so yeah, we got new. You know, he does um, doesn't identify with any gender. <laughs> but uh, yeah. sis, what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't uh, know. Whatever it is. So we yeah, have now. Appreciate the follow following. Uh, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, definitely uh, whatever. And I meant to ask. We had a we had a new follower, and I'll find it on our Facebook page too. Um, a new listener, rather. Uh, radar radar podcast. We we, we stress that, but uh, whatever. Uh, Avenue, you listen to our podcast. Please rate our podcast. Let us know what you think and so forth. So we do have another one I want to point out as well. Where is? Excuse me. Give me one second. Always a uh, hype for new listeners. We get like one every couple of weeks. <laughs> and then it says Trudy Miller. We are Trudy Miller likes one of your sounds on SoundCloud. So I don't know if that's a spam or if that's the same person. Just- See. Well, Shoffy person, so but weird because SoundCloud sketchy. Yeah, SoundCloud is really sketchy sometimes. But so. Tracy Miller, if you real, shout out to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good luck. Uh, well, no, you real if you tweet us or if you comment or something like that. I'm not gonna be out here like, hey, uh, rate us on iTunes. I mean, I, I would like that, but I'm not gonna be out here like begging for iTunes shit. But I mean, I, I appreciate whenever somebody tweet us or something like that. So if you oh, a real person, so go for it. The uh the one person we had a new a new listener, uh her name is I don't want to put her whole government name. We'll call her Give her a pseudonym. Um they call her Jane, something shit. Well, <laughs> I, it's like it's like, you know, Facebook it shows like your whole first and last name. Oh, okay. And I wanna say it's Shanaka. So so what? S H A N N A K A. I thought you said you didn't want to put her name out there. I didn't put over her last name. Oh, okay. I put her last name. But we'll go with Shanaka. Okay. If it's something different, you'll tell us, I guess. Yeah. Tell us we wack as fuck. This is Friday. I started listening to the podcast. I must say, y'all are a bunch of hilarious men. Um, but tell old dude, and he's talking about Tony. <laughs> okay. Tell old dude. I'm oh, not, yeah, I saw that. I'm not good with names of voices, but that is called putting the 20 on the 10, not the 2 on the 10. He was close, though. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I still don't know what it means, so whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But appreciate you listening. I still don't understand. (laughs) It's yeah, it's an old nigga phrase, so that's all that matters. Tell old dude. (laughs) Who Tony? Yeah, I was talking. He old dude. So um, let me. Oh shit! I started playing it. Let me start. Uh, oh yeah, I guess you're gonna start the other. Yeah, yeah. No, I started to try to like cue it up. Oh okay. And it started playing. So uh, Baylor sent another email, and uh, real quick. Uh, Baylor say from LA, man. Dog, man, we gotta kick it, dog. I feel like if we hang out with him, man, that should be fun as fuck, dog. Yeah, like, it's like I have no like immediate plans or long term plans to be in LA, but whenever I do go to LA, we definitely gotta link up somehow. Absolutely, man. So if you just happen to be on this side of 
If you're somewhere in the side of it within three or four hours, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, man. You go to Chicago, hit us up, dog. Right, it'll be worth the trip, man. We would definitely make that trip, so. Yeah, or or, or or if one of us come to L.A., man, we can go link up at Pink's and shit, dog. I fucking love Pink's, man. We can go link up at Pink's or uh, Roscoe's, whatever, man, whatever y'all do out there. I, I, I know I like Pink's, but uh, that Pink's in Hollywood, that's my spot. But uh, so Pink's? It's a hot dog place. Oh. They give you big ass hot dogs with eight million toppings on it and shit. It's amazing. You oh. go up in there, it's like a it's a small little spot, but you go up in there and they got mad pictures of celebrities who've been there and shit. Every fucking celebrity who's anybody's been in that bitch, dog. Like I, I think I saw a picture of like Bill Clinton in that bitch, like Bill Cosby, uh like anybody who's anybody who's ever been in that bitch, dog. Like it's they got pictures everywhere of celebrities who've been in there. And this is a dope ass hot dog spot, man. Like hot dog, I don't remember how much they cost, but they big as fuck. Like you can't, like if you, like yeah, <laughs> like you, you get one, you good. I, I think maybe like the first time I went there, I didn't really know what I was in for, and I got two, and I finished them. But shit, man, shit, <laughs> they, they're a beast, dog. But yeah, Pink's dope as fuck, so. Yeah, man, we can lick up at little ass pinks and shit and do a fucking miniature podcast and shit up in the fucking pinks little right. eating area and shit. I'm down. Yeah, man. So, uh, um, I I can see myself coming out to Cali, um, sometime in the not near future, as in with like within the next couple of months, but near as in like with sooner within the next sooner than in the next couple years. Cause you know I got I got a friend who stay in San Diego. I got a friend who stay in L. A. Well, I think he, he, I think technically he's still living uh Pasadena. I don't know if he's still living in Pasadena, but that's where he lived when I last went out there. So, uh, yeah, either way, it's not too far, especially Pasadena. Obviously, Pasadena is pretty close. So, uh, yeah, man, we gotta link up, dog. If we, if I come to Cali, or if we come to Cali, or if you come out here, I think that'd be a fun ass time, man. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, let me queue up his uh his second email. What up, though? So look. I know I just, y'all probably just finished listening to my first voicemail. <laughs> yep. Uh, hey, these niggas got a chance to knock off Bron again in the finals. They do. If they do that, they're 73 and 19. My nigga, it's going to be hard to just say that they're still number two. I understand. Hold on. I got to stop because that damn airplane, I'm like, I can barely hear him. I'm sitting right. right here. So he pauses for the uh, for that airplane flying over. We, we it's too hot for us to close the door, so yeah, fuck that shit. You guys got to deal with these airplanes. All right, here we go. Bulls, and don't get me wrong, I fuck with the Bulls heavy. I fuck with them niggas heavy, and that seventy-two and ten squad. And again, the errors do count. The whole nine, the playoffs matter, and I know that you know Golden State did struggle, but the niggas is in the finals now, so all that shit don't even mean nothing because they got past OKC. Okay, right. So if them niggas win again. And they knock off Brian again, who is arguably the best nigga in the universe. <laughs> it's got to, you know, they have an argument. Yeah. Right now, they don't have an argument because they haven't won the title. I'm starting to think them two light-skinned niggas is aliens. When Jesus comes back, he's going to reveal all of it. So, <laughs> I don't think them niggas is real. Um, anyhow, besides that, my nigga, I was watching the uh, Bad Boys Detroit documentary again for like the third time i think the reason why i fuck with y'all mainly because the niggas play defense and they didn't give a fuck about what people said about them i fuck with them on that level but as a laker fan you know i had to have some type of hate in my heart towards them that's real but them niggas 
Them niggas was rolling with my Raiders. So for that, oh yeah, I salute y'all niggas. I do salute y'all. I, as true. a Lakers fan, I really can't stand y'all. Can't fuck with y'all. Magic pulled a hamstring. Couldn't finish the series. Y'all niggas got a chip. Fuck got y'all niggas. But <laughs> I roll with y'all, man. Y'all niggas had a solid team back in the day. In today's world, well, not so much, but uh, keep hope alive. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, keep hope man. Hey, anytime y'all niggas have a sports debate, like, let a nigga know. Please let me get in on that. Like, let, don't be selfish, my nigga. <laughs> let me get in on that. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to sit up here and just talk about my Lakers all them day. I really don't. It's nothing much to talk about either. But nigga do talk about, you know, we can talk about football and basketball. And salute to the Detroit Lions. I roll with y'all niggas too. Last time y'all played the Raiders, y'all beat us. So fuck y'all. All right, I'll. <laughs> yeah, so, um. Fuck that whole magic uh, hamstring argument. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't want to hear it, man. Like, so I would give you the whole magic hamstring argument, man. But the whole uh, that shit was—I don't even really believe in karma, really. But that shit was karma, dog. Like, if you look at the '88 finals, uh, they the Pistons was up three-two, and they had Game Six wrapped up championship on deck and they fucking called Bill and beer for the most bogus fucking foul in NBA history dog <laughs> and sent Kareem to the fucking line Lakers ended up winning that game now granted Pistons don't win game seven they don't win game seven but that fucking bogus ass foul dog that shit don't go down Pistons win at 88 89 and 90 so I'm like yes the 89 shit magic pulling his hamstring that's real that happened. But at the same time, they should have won an 88 too. So I don't even really want to hear that shit. Because that, that foul, dog, if you, anybody who's listening who don't know about that foul, who did he foul? pull that shit up, huh? Who did he foul? He, nobody. He foul? But uh, <laughs> technically Kareem. But uh, yeah, man, pull that shit up, dog. 88, uh, 88 NBA Finals. I'm pretty sure it was game six. Bill Lambeer foul Kareem at the end of the game. Look at that shit, and I dare anybody to tell me that that was a fucking foul. Like, that was garbage. So, Pistons should have won that fucking game, and that shit should have never went seven. And that should have been three championships in a row. So, I look at the the magic shit as karma, dog. Like, they, they stole a championship at 88, and we got... we if you, if, you, if you say we stole in the 89, so y'all stole in the 88. So, whatever. I think of that, we kind of even shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's even. As far as um uh having Baylor in on uh sports combos and shit, yeah man, I mean I would love to have uh have him Skype in and shit on uh on some conversations. I mean we we might have to I don't know how uh what his schedule is like and shit. And I know we got that three hour time difference and whatnot, but generally we start recording around ten, ten thirty, eleven o'clock, whatever. So seven to eight his time. So, yeah, man. I mean, if you free uh, around seven, eight o'clock, you can always you can Skype in, man. We'll 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 try to make that happen. We um, as far as sports talk go, I figure uh, this time next week, if um, if the finals are a wrap, I don't even know if four games will have been played by then. So maybe not, but probably not. The finals probably won't be a wrap at that point. But I would imagine two weeks from now, we're gonna have a 
conversation that's going to be uh, partial NBA Finals results and partial NFL preview. So, um, yeah, man, we, we, we can definitely uh, Skype you in and talk that sports shit, man. It'd be, it'd be a good time. So I'm down for that. Um, So that's the end of our uh, emails and shit like that to talk about. Uh, do you want to move on to these uh to sure. these topics? Why not? Let's jump into the shit. Yeah, let's jump into it. So, um, in the interest of saving the best for last, let's talk about uh this Pusha T song, man. I saw um I went on Twitter, I think this morning, but I saw a little bit of it last night. A whole lot of talk about a new Pusha T song that came out with Jay Z on it. And I saw a whole lot of opinions on Jay-Z verse. Not really too much talk about the actual song of itself, but like a whole lot of talk about the Jay-Z verse. And I saw one tweet in particular that said um, it was Jay's best verse since 2009 or something like that. Uh, And uh, I, I just saw a whole lot of people talking about how great Jay's verse was. So... Dual question. One, what do you think about the song? Because I know you listen to it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the song? And what do you think about Jay's verse on it? Um, I listened, listened once and it was late last night. Um, I just thought it was just okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it wasn't great. It wasn't, it was just like, and I'm a, I'm a Jay-Z fan. But I just feel like, and I tweeted about this, like, I feel like it's one of those things where, he doesn't give us a. He doesn't give like as of late, you know, in maybe last few years, he haven't given us much music at all. So when he gives us like little shit, I feel like people make it way more than it really is. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was it was okay at best. I didn't think it was great. I mean, he talks about s- selling drugs. He's talked about selling drugs a whole lot. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. So it's like I don't know. It just even just like I mean, you can even talk about the shit and be like creative with the rhyme with it and i don't even think he was really that creative with it i just thought it was just okay so but i i felt that i was probably the minority because i didn't see not a soul that thought the verse was fucking that thought it was anything like i thought it was everybody was like this shit flame fire they're giving this nigga five mics on a verse and you know what i'm saying all this dumb shit i didn't think it was that at all so i i don't know so what about the song itself I thought the song was okay. I'm a big fan of Pusher, Pusher T, and um, I think uh, Liquid Slap, he was tweeting something about, you know, what well, that's all. Because I said, he was talking about drugs. I'm like, he, he didn't talk about drugs many a time. Talking about Jay-Z. He was like, well, that's all, you know, Pusher T talking about. Yeah, but Pusher T actually make, put some fucking effort into it. I think Pusher T was way better than fucking Jay's verse by leaps and bounds. Well, you like, know, Slap like to argue. Like, yeah, I know. So I was like, you know, whatever. But I, I, it, I, I think he could have a professional career as a troll. Right. That song, <laughs> right, he could. He definitely could. That song could have been dope as hell without Jay. <laughs> it could have been dope as hell just with Pusha T on it, actually. He could have had anybody on that song. But I think just the, like, the, the anticipation, like, I think I seen the, the tweet from Pusha T, like, early in the day saying that song was coming out that night. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, people are probably flocking, waiting for the download and shit or the post. And then I got it. And I was sitting in the computer like, this ain't that great. 
<laughs> so I don't know. I thought it was just okay. I was gonna listen to it again before the podcast, but I forgot. But I really didn't feel like listening to you it. You want to forget, motherfucker? You said you wasn't gonna listen to it. Well, he's <laughs> like, I listened to it. And I was gonna listen well, to it but again, I but I changed my mind. I did have intentions on trying to, but I just didn't put the effort to it. So I was just like, eh, whatever. Well, I spun the song on my way to work this morning because I I saw the tweets and I was kind of like only had half interest in it, but. I was like, well, let me listen to it and see what I think, just because I already know what everybody else is saying. Um, for starters, I thought the song was fire. Like, I was like, this song dope as fuck to me. I, I like the song a lot. So I was like, okay, the song dope as fuck. Um, as far as Jay on it goes, um, I'm kind of like classically, I don't want to say not a Jay-Z fan, but not a Jay-Z fan. <laughs> In the sense of like, I don't dislike Jay Z, but I don't like Jay Z. Like I'm not like a Jay Z fan. Like, oh yeah, give me some more whole verses. I'm just kind of like, okay, he shows up if he's dope, great. If he's not, whatever. I'm not out here like, oh man, let me get some more Jay Z shit. I don't really give a fuck. Like I'm kind of like, bleh on him. Like I'm just meh. So I don't really care about Jay Z. Um, and I've kind of, I've said this on the podcast a few times that I felt like Jay Z has been like pretty bad the past few years like a lot of the songs that he's hopped on his verses have been trash and i had one where i, I had one where i said that he got out he got outshined by his wife and his daughter on a song <laughs> so like i'm like i'm not really here for no jay-z verses i'm not gonna be like oh there's a new song with jay-z on it let me hear it because i know it's about to be flames like no i'm i'm assuming off top it's about to be mediocre as fuck having said that i thought the verse was solid like i, I wasn't like i was like oh shit this nigga killed it but at the same time, my opinion on most of his guest verses over the course of the past few years has been bad. Like, I'm like, okay, he was whack. Or he was, like, mediocre. Like, eh. But I thought he had some dope lines on that. I like his line about, um, uh, when he talked about, uh, shit. I can't, I can't quote it because I only heard, the, heard, only heard it the one damn time. So, but he, he said something about Emery taking 12 for him and, yeah. Something like that. I thought yeah. that was a dope line. I thought I it was dope, but I was it. just like, damn, that nigga, if that if that's true, like damn, that's crazy. That Emory shouldn't fuck out the work at the fuck Memphis Bleak being a fucking millionaire. Emory should not have to do a not damn thing for the rest <laughs> of his fucking life if that's the case. He said something like Emory told him to go to hell about me. I was like, Oh, that's a dope line. I thought that was a dope, dope line. I, I like mean, he had some it was I mean, like that line. I thought that was dope. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, I just I I don't know. I guess I have to sometimes not go by what, you know, the expectations of or the how people perceive the song because I just didn't think it was like, you know, that great. But I thought that line was pretty dope. And then I liked his uh, I really liked the damn Daniel line at the end. I thought that was dope. I don't know if I made it to the end. (laughs) (laughs) He said something like damn Daniel FBI vans always FBI always be coming through with the white vans. I was like, oh shit! I thought that was a dope line. That. that was like literally like the last line of his verse. Okay. He was like, damn, Daniel, FBI always be coming through with the white vans or something like that. I was like, okay, that was sweet. So I like most of the time when I hear his guest verses, I'm like, whack. I was like, people building him up, that verse is whack. But his verse on there I thought was solid. So I was pretty pleased with the song. I thought it was a solid song. I thought his verse was solid. Um, I I generally like Pusher, so um, whenever Pusher drops his album, I'll fuck with it. You know, I'm not going to be looking forward to it. Like, hey, hit me with that whenever it drops. But when it drops, I'll probably fuck with it. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, 
Yeah, I like Pusher though. So yeah, and uh, shout out to his uh, oh, it's not a uh, cancel. It will cancel his tour because he's supposed to be here in April. Oh really? Yeah, he canceled that shit. Okay. Kind of pissed. All right, fuck I, him. I would man. like to go to the show. So oh, yeah, whatever. fuck him then. Yeah, but I, I'm definitely <laughs> looking forward to the album though. So that's what's up. <laughs> So, so uh, I'll listen again. Maybe I have a different view next week. Maybe not. So uh, let's talk about the NBA Finals a little bit. Um, so like we mentioned earlier on Baylor's uh, voice message, we're saying that uh, the cap- the Warriors have an uphill battle in comparison to the Bulls. But let's talk about aside from the Bulls, their current situation. What do you think about? what this NBA finals is going to look like. You think it's going to be a series? Cause like, I know a lot of people are saying like, I, I have some people who are kind of like, uh, I saw somebody put on Facebook Warriors in five and I had somebody else hit me up saying that, uh, Cleveland had whack competition so far, even though, so Cleveland lost how many games did lose in the Toronto series? Two, two, I two. So, so they I only lost two. two games so far in the playoffs and people were like, Oh, Cleveland had whack competition at the same time. I'm like, Every single round that Cleveland played in, their opponent had a better record than Golden State's opponent in every round. So, like, uh, first round, Cleveland played the Pistons. First round, the Warriors played the Rockets. Pistons had a better record than the Rockets. Second round, Cleveland played... Um, who did Cleveland play in the second round? Uh... uh. Atlanta. Atlanta. No, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. 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 They played Atlanta second round. Golden State played Portland. Atlanta had a better record than Portland. Conference finals, Cleveland played Toronto. Golden State played Oklahoma City. Toronto had a better record than Oklahoma City. So, even if you can say, I think Oklahoma City is better than Toronto, or I think the Blazers are better than Atlanta, or I think that the Rockets are better than the Pistons, wherever the case may be, I don't see how you can make the argument that Cleveland had some kind of cakewalk to the finals when they had a stronger opponent in every round record wise than Golden State did. So you can't just say Cleveland's competition was garbage like because it's popular right now and we've been living in an age where the Eastern Conference has been historically worse than the Western Conference for the past several years. So it's Uh, easy to be like, well, Cleveland beat the East. But the East was strong this year. This wasn't like a Cleveland was like six, you know, won sixty something games and everybody else was trash. Like the Pistons were the eighth seed in the East, but in the West they would have been like five or six or some shit like that. So like it wasn't like the, it, that that disparity it it isn't there anymore. Like the East is stronger at this point. No, and I think Cleveland was just a good fucking team. Like I don't if think- you yeah if you watch the games like it's not like they won because their opponents sucked. They won because they were fucking balling. Like they played really good, and no, I remember they, they played good. And that's coming from me. I'm not even a Cleveland fan. But yeah, me neither. Who just, is? They just right, exactly. They just played well. I mean, it was just wild to see that the the Pistons pretty much gave them their best competition for the most part. Um, but yeah, I, I was just, I was just, it was just crazy to see that they was really just really good. I remember that was it. They just was good. It wasn't a, a matter of. You know, them having a slouch-ass, you know, run. Yeah, they didn't have a slouch-ass run at all. And then, like, when I look at... I remember when the... I think maybe, like, the series was 2 nothing. Cleveland won their first two games at home. The Pistons pushed them in them two games. They still won them. 
I remember saying, I think it was to you, I was like, I don't see Cleveland sustaining this high level of play throughout the whole playoffs. Like, they were making, like, a bazillion threes and shit, breaking threes records. It was something like in the Atlanta series. They started that with the Pistons. They were shooting a a crazy amount of threes and kept it up. Like, through at least two series, really strong. Yeah, and I remember saying in the Atlanta series, I think three games in, they had made the most threes of any team in the playoffs ever, like as far as in like one series. So like if you look at a series as being at least four games, at least a series is going to be at least four games. After three against Atlanta, Cleveland had already made the most threes in a series at that point. And I'm like, when we play, well, I mean, when we played them, I was saying like, I don't think they can sustain, sustain this high level of play. Like, I don't think they can shoot this well consistently. And they have, like they maintained that high level of play throughout the whole Easter Conference playoffs. So I don't really see how somebody could be like, yeah, Cleveland's going to get washed. Like, yeah, Golden State in five or all this shit. Like, I, I mean, Cleveland's been playing really good ball, man. Like, I, I mean, obviously Golden State's going to be their toughest challenge, but they have not played weak competition. They've made their competition look weak by watching them, but it's only because they've been playing really well. Right. So, yeah, I think I, I don't think this I don't think there's going to be a sweep on either side. I think it'll go to full the full seven, and uh, it I think could happen. Be, I think it'll be the probably the most interesting series so far. I mean, not just because it's the finals, but if like we said earlier, if if it was fucking OKC in Toronto, I wouldn't give a fuck about these finals. Yeah, fuck that. But I think it's gonna be a good final though. Um do you think the any of the media uh uh attention to like, you know, LeBron saying stuff about Curry, you think they're gonna affect, you know, the the, the gameplay? What did LeBron say about Curry? When I guess when when Le, uh it was something about the M V P or something and he mm-hmm. was just he basically alluded to that not meaning uh, the most valuable player or something like that. Basically just kind of just downplaying the fact that that Curry won it or whatever. And then I think Curry came back and said something like, you know, I'm good at ignoring niggas or some shit like that. <laughs> Interesting. There was, was something to that effect. I didn't know about that. I mean, if, if that's the case, I can only really see that fuel in the Golden State because they already got a chip on their shoulder because they already got the idea like they're already playing with the idea in the back of their mind that they only won last year because Cleveland has so many injuries. So they're already coming in with a chip on their shoulder like people are discounting our championship last year. So if he's throwing shit on if he's throwing fuel on the fire talking about Steph's MVP and shit, that's only going to gas them up. So I can see that not working in Cleveland's favor. But I mean, at the same time, man, like I said, they're playing really good ball, man. I don't, I don't understand how people are just like chalking this up like automatic Golden State. Like Cleveland's playing really well, man. So, I mean, if they play in this finals the same way they played in the previous three series, this is <laughs> we got a series, man. This, this shit is might be going seven. Side, kind of side note. I read something that um, that. Curry potentially had a chip on the shoulder because, and I don't know, this could be just random media, but because Davidson won't retire his number, really? Because he had because he didn't graduate. Hmm. Now I don't know too much about how re- retired numbers go, especially but, in college. Yeah, especially in college. But I didn't know if it had anything to do with you had to be a graduate for your number to be retired. So I'm not sure how that works. 
maybe somebody can correct us next week or something. Yeah, but, I, I don't know anything about that. I would imagine that that would be, assuming that's true, that would be incredibly stupid on Davidson's part because yeah, they absolutely. got mad motherfuckers who could represent their college. I well. don't know, not a damn person that came from Davidson. Right, you got the best fucking player, the best fucking shooter of all time, potentially, as a alumni of your college. You're like, oh, we're not going to retire his number because he didn't graduate. That sounds petty. So I can't really see them doing that. It's not you got other shit to hang your hat on. Like, we don't need to retire Steph Curry's number because we have whatever. You don't have nothing that's better than that. So that'd be dumb. I'm hoping that's not true. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't um I didn't do much research with it. I just I seen a couple of, you know, articles about it, but I was just like, yeah. I just I was like, it just sounds dumb. <laughs> it just sounds dumb as hell. Yeah. So um Let's talk about gorillas. You ready to talk about gorillas? For sure. Fuck it. <laughs> the hottest story on the internet for 2016. Oh, now, did no. you read? Did you read details as far as like how it happened? Because I didn't. I just know the kid got somehow in the fucking nah monkey pit or whatever. <laughs> monkey pit. The gorilla. <laughs> gorilla chambers. Uh, whatever. He somehow got in the gorilla's office. Right. Right. He just slid into the gorilla's room. <laughs> whatever. So, so I guess initially they was at some fucking zoo. The kid got out of his mom's Cincinnati. Side. It was Cincinnati it's important zoo. to note. It was in Ohio because Ohio is right, exactly because yeah. Ohio is trash. So, so it's important it was to in note. Ohio. Uh, kid, kid got away from his out of his mom's sight for some odd reason, and then end up getting into the the gorilla pit. And I think yeah, scene where the the kid, the kid the gorilla had, like. Pulled him through the water and was like almost like he was I don't know it seemed like he was like guarding him like it was his or some shit and then I don't know at what point did he get shot or whatever but then end up killing the gorilla to save the kid apparently he got his muffin cap peeled back blue right so then it's like you seeing all this shit and I kind of seen it you know I was kind of flipping through Twitter but wasn't really on it that day as as far as trying to investigate it and so I think like a day or so maybe two days went past. Then I found out that the kid was black, and I was just like, "Man, <laughs> I wonder how this would have went had they known this initially, like the media known this shit initially, right? Shit. Like, like what what would have been the you know, uh, you doing the ball hair rub? I be doing that shit too. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, I don't know why I do that shit right? <laughs> right, because I need to cut it because I can feel my hair growing. Up. Yep. Um, and I started thinking of just taglines like, "Black baby mama loses her kid while." While searching for a bridge car in her purse. Keep <laughs> <laughs> my father shoes craps. But so there's a, you ever seen this? It's this one Twitter. It's like a blog, but I think it's called Daily News or something. And they did uh, a post talking about the dad. God damn. Yeah, uh, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they did a post about the dad having a criminal record. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that, that blog always does bullshit tweets like that. And it's right. like, People can't share shit like that because it's just it's all just for fucking hits and shit. And I don't even know if the shit was true or not. It has nothing to do with the fucking kid. I don't even know if the fucking dad was even at the zoo. <laughs> like I, I don't either. I've never heard nothing about him being at the zoo. I just heard I just seen a picture. They had a picture of the the mom and the dad. And dad's car. at work and shit. Like I can right. go up in right. there. How like shit? I wasn't even there. I'm at work and shit. Like I'm at the titty bar. This is bullshit. <laughs> so yeah. trying to eat some cheddar bay biscuits and niggas throwing me under the bus. Right, nigga. I wasn't even there. What, so what's, what what is your what was your initial thoughts when you first heard the story? So to to double back, you mentioned that um, 
that the the video you saw showed the gorilla dragging the kid around and shit. Um, so that was the very first video I saw was a uh, a tweet from somebody who I guess their relative was there and recorded the video. Okay. So it showed they presented it as like the unedited video or some shit, and it showed the gorilla dragging the kid. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I I made my opinions to be stated later at that point. And like you mentioned, they put out that the kid was black. And I didn't know that. You told me that. I didn't know the kid was black. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. I remember, so yeah. I looked at... Uh, so today, I was looking at um various stories about the shit. And media outlets, the... uh whatever Whatever you might deem a media outlet, CNN, whoever... Uh, the websites were posting video from the situation and I'm looking at it and the video was totally different than the video that I saw. So like the video that I saw showed situations where the gorilla and the kid would be stationary and the gorilla would kind of like take off and drag the kid mm-hmm. and you stop and you take off and drag the kid. The video that I saw on the media outlets didn't show the gorilla dragging the kid. It just showed like the gorilla with the kid just standing there. Oh, so make, it make if like the gorilla is being peaceful or something. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, okay, and I, I thought you. that was interesting. I was like, okay, I got why I got don't you. any of the media outlets? Why aren't they showing the part where the gorilla dragging the kid and shit? That's key. That is key. And I thought that was interesting that it that the the media outlet versions of the video that I saw didn't show that. I only saw that through a, a tweet. So I thought that was interesting. Um, as far as the the video and as far as the situation itself, the most interesting thing that I gleaned from this is the variety of opinions that I saw on Facebook and Twitter of how the situation should have been handled. And I think the most interesting one to me was when I saw people that were stating that they knew the gorilla's intentions and shit. Like, clearly the gorilla is just protecting the kid. Why did the gorilla have to die? Like, clearly the gorilla is just protecting the kid. And I'm like... What's clear about that? Even more so, like, none of you motherfuckers are, like, zoologists or some shit like that. How do you know what a gorilla's, like, instincts are? are, And, like, what they do? Like, how do you, like, oh, clearly the gorilla's... It's like, you are a fucking gorilla expert from your fucking laptop? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, who are you to... State clearly the gorillas doing this. You don't know shit. You don't know nothing about gorillas, dog. Like, what are you talking about? And then I saw a post from somebody who works at a zoo saying, like, what who was actual expert on dealing with animals in the zoo and shit. And they basically were saying like that they found a video scary because they're like, uh, I, I'm not going going all the details, but they were saying like there was a lot of potential for the gorilla to cause harm to the kid. Right. And my biggest and this is somebody who actually. Somebody who actually who is actually knowledgeable, not Facebook motherfucker on his keyboard. Somebody who actually knows some shit. And the thing that I gleaned the most from it was people who were saying that like, oh, it's a damn shame this gorilla had to die. Like, which it is. It is a shame the gorilla had to die mm-hmm. over this situation. So I'm not gonna be like anti gorilla. Like, oh, fuck that motherfucker. He should have died. I'm not gonna be on that shit. But the thing that I found the most interesting was the fact that people were like. Oh, it's so sad the gorilla had to die, and the gorilla meant to do this, the gorilla meant to do that, and the parents shouldn't have done this, and the parents shouldn't have done that, and all that shit is kind of true. Like, 
even if you make the assumption that the parent was being neglectful and that the kids shouldn't have got into the enclosure or whatever, I don't understand how you can feel like the zoo was not justified in putting a gorilla down. Because if you have all, all you got to do is put yourself in that situation. Right. So say even if you were neglectful, and a shitty ass parent. Right. And your kid is in the gorilla enclosure and a gorilla dragging your kid around and shit. Who's going to be like, well, that's an endangered gorilla. So let's see how this plays out. Like, you ain't going to do that shit, dog. Like, we talking about, like, if your kid is getting dragged around a fucking gorilla enclosure, you, you're not, you going to want to fucking save your kid. Like, you're going to want the zoo people to put the fucking gorilla down. Even if the gorilla is not doing shit or even if the gorilla is peaceful, whatever the case may be. You're going to want the gorilla to be fucking put down. You're not going to, like, think about, like, hmm, let me think about what the gorilla's intentions might be. Right, and let right. me see how this plays out and see if, like, your kid get ripped in half, like, you know, get split vertically, nigga. You ain't going to be like, why you, well. Why are you sitting there just waiting to see? Let's just see it play out. Yeah. Just, you know, I'm like, nah. who's going to be like, yeah, the, they, they shouldn't have done that. No, the zoo shouldn't have done that. The dude, I mean, I'm sorry. The zoo should have done that. The zoo made the right call. Like, even if you feel like the it's fucked up that a kid getting away from his parents and ended up in a zoo enclosure is fucked up, which it is. And that the gorilla dying is fucked up, which it is. You can't fault the zoo for putting them down just because of the fact that like you ain't going to fucking risk a kid's life just to see what the gorilla might do. Like, Hey, right. the gorilla might have good right. intentions. Right. Like right. What the fuck dog? What I mean, kind of dumb shit is that? And it's like, like no one, no, no one's coming there with the intentions on putting their child in danger. Now, say for some wild, crazy thing that, you know, the zoo was like, you know, warning kids, any, anyone falling into the pits are fucked. You know what I'm saying? No <laughs> one's going to that fucking zoo. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's what zoos are for just to watch fucking, which I always thought zoos were like weird. Like you're putting, you're putting wild animals in captivity and then expecting them to act civil. But that's a whole other story. But yeah, so the, it's all the mistake. It's all the tragedy. You know, it's fucked up that the animal had to die. But shit. Who 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 are you picking? You picking an animal or you picking the kid? You gotta yeah. pick the kid every fucking time. Right. And like you said, it's fucked up that the animal had to die, but the animal had to die. Like there's no there's no way around that. What's the alternative? Like I said, you're not gonna be like, let's see how this plays out. Like that's dumb as fuck. Like that's not even like that's a bad decision. No, you are a fucking moron. And, and I if you think that they should have waited it out, like let's see what happens. And I haven't heard like, what and, the fuck. And I haven't heard any. And and, and it could be because I haven't really, really researched the whole story. But I haven't heard or seen any video, or any stories, anybody talk about how the kid got in there and how do you prevent whatever way he got in there from happening again. Like say he got through a break in the gate or some shit. Like mm -hmm. no one, I have not, I haven't heard nobody talking about why was that break there in the gate. You know what I'm saying? Or how do you prevent that from happening? Because that's what you. That's that's a main point I think. Like shit, there shouldn't have been a. There should have been no way in hell a kid shouldn't have been able to get in there. Like at all. No, there's no way a kid should be able to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, you have fucking you know. Like you had a kid at home, you got baby gates and shit to keep a kid from going to a certain area and shit. The kid get over there and fuck himself up. You like fuck. How did it happen so I can make sure it doesn't happen? You know what I'm right. saying? You're trying to figure out ways to keep it from happening again. Not you know, damn, he shouldn't have clammed the fucking gate. You know what I'm saying? If he ain't clammed the gate, he would. You know, it's a fucking kid. You know, so you know, but I haven't heard nothing about trying to prevent that because if you're gonna have a facility like that, you shouldn't. 
people shouldn't be able to access the animals like that at all or whatever. So, I mean, it's unfortunate the kid, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's probably a bunch of kids to probably get out of their fucking, it's stupid, but, you know, get out of their parents' eyesight for a second. You look up and like the kid and walk, you know, 10 feet down or some shit like that. But to be able to get access to that area, that shit should have never happened. It should have right. never been. If anything, a kid, you lose, your, you look away, your kid gone, your kid standing on the wall like, you know, doing something. Right, or your kid should have to case. climb 10 feet in the air to fucking right. get in that and shit. Which I don't, and I can say, I didn't read how he got in there, but I, I just, I don't see the kid going up fucking 10 foot wall and hopping over it and, you know, that just don't seem likely to me. But. And even if, even if, even if the zoo had like a shitty gorilla enclosure, and even if the parent fucked up royally, and granted, as a side note, a lot of the people who are being extra hard on a parent, and to be fair, my visceral reaction was that the parent fucked up. But the people who are like across the board, at least what I've seen on my personal Facebook feed, the people who are like that are all the ones that ain't got no fucking kids. So you don't know what it's like to fucking have to watch a kid 24-7. And you don't know what it's like to like, like, let's just say, for instance, that this parent of this kid is like a diligent fucking parent. And they let their guard down for that one split second and their kid took off. Like, and now all of a sudden, this parent is a complete piece of shit to everybody. Now, on my side of things, if your kid ends up in a gorilla enclosure... You fucked up royally. Like, and chances are you're not a diligent parent if your kid can end up in a gorilla enclosure. But having said that, if your kid ends up in a gorilla enclosure, you can't look at it like, uh, how do we save the gorilla? How do we make sure that we don't kill the gorilla? Like at that point, what's done is done. There's a four-year-old being dragged around an enclosure by a gorilla. You gotta put that fucker down, man. And it's not who cares? Like they're like, oh, it's his birthday was the other week. Like who gives a fuck, man? About a fucking gorilla's birthday. <laughs> who brings up this the gorilla birthday, dog? That was that's what it was though. I understand, but like, I'm yeah, like, it was like yeah, it was a gorilla's birthday, the 17th birthday last week. Like who gives a shit? Like you can't fucking uh like find a way to rationalize saving the gorilla because at that point, even if it's a hundred percent the kid slash parents' fault, and you have a completely great innocent gorilla. The circumstances are what they are. There's a four-year-old being dragged around. You got to put the gorilla and down. You that, can't wait to see how some, it plays out. If somehow, you can't be some zoo expert like, oh, they should have tranquilized the fuck. Like, and then the zoo experts are like, well, actually, tranquilizing on gorillas takes like half an hour. Like, so why are you out here talking about like you know what you're talking about and shit? Like, like just I, shut the fuck right. up. I heard, I seen some talk about, well, you know, like if they would have caught it early enough when the kid, because I guess the kid got down there. <laughs> And initially, the gorilla wasn't aware of it, and mm-hmm. then everybody was like screaming and all that shit. Then he saw the shit. Maybe somebody was talking about, well, maybe they should have shot a tranquilizer then at him, at the gorilla, and and hope he would have went down enough to get the kid. Like, eh. look, hindsight is twenty twenty. You could say fuck. like, if the kid That's falls fuck. in there, you should have hit the gorilla with a tranquilizer. You can give all the shoulda, woulda, couldas, all that shit. None of it is relevant. Because this gorilla had a fucking four-year-old, was dragging him around the fucking enclosure. There's no way you can rationalize some course of action 
that doesn't result in putting a gorilla down. You have no fucking choice. That could be your favorite fucking animal in the whole damn zoo. You have no fucking choice. You can't say, oh, Harambe is a great fucking gorilla, man. His birthday was last week. He blew out the candles. We sang happy birthday to that motherfucker. We got him a new bitch. He was fucking and shit. Like, you can't, none of that shit matters, dog. Like, you can't wait to see how it plays out because a gorilla will rip a fucking human in half. Like, there's no way. You can't wait to see what happens. So, I don't understand how everybody's on the, on their fucking keyboards acting like they know better. Like, oh, they should have did this. They should have did that. They should have did this. Oh, the parents fucked up. Yes, the parents are fucked up, more than likely. Yes, there are other avenues that, other things that could have happened that could have prevented that shit. But once the shit went down and the kid is in there, you have no fucking choice. The zoo made the absolute correct decision. And if you argue that shit, you're a fucking retard. There's no fucking way you can rationalize preserving a gorilla when it's dragging a four-year-old around an enclosure. It's only the fucking barren wound ass fucking parents and shit talking about all these other options. Like if you have a fucking kid and your kid ends up in a gorilla enclosure, you're not going to be like, well, I, I read it on last week that uh, Harambe had his birthday and he cool as fuck. Like, let's see how it plays out. You're not going to sit there and watch how the shit plays out when it's your fucking kid in there. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Man, I hate fucking people. Harambe They're so goddamn dumb. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I, so I just I, stupid, I can dog. I can see no no way to justify that. Like, and they loud as fuck on the internet, man. Like, just my whole Facebook feed is like comments on that shit, man. One way or the other, and just like I can't believe this group of people feels this way. I can't believe this group of people feels this way. There's really no, there's no like right or wrong in that situation in the sense of like no, there is a right or wrong, but there's no like. There's no variable for, like, opinion and shit. Like, well, they could have done this, or maybe they should have done that. If a gorilla's dragging a kid around an enclosure, dog, like, I don't even understand how you're debating at this point. You can say it's sad that the gorilla had to die. You can say it's fucked up that the parents let the kid get in there. But you can't say that the zoo fucked up. You can't say that they shouldn't have killed this fucking gorilla. They had no fucking choice. Like, that could be your best friend in the fucking zoo, dog. But when that gorilla rips that kid in half, you ain't going to sit there like, well, we thought he was cool, dog. We was going to see how he played out and shit. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, like all you got to say is if that was your kid getting dragged around that bitch, would you be like, hey, uh, Harambe's birthday was last week, and he a cool-ass gorilla and shit. Let's see what happens. He got a he got a, he got a baby on the way and shit. His wife is two months pregnant. You, you None of that shit going to fucking matter, dog. Like, the option is... Kid get killed or kid don't get killed. Even if you feel like 100% that the gorilla ain't going to kill the kid, you can't take that chance. You can't. You can't risk that. How bad are the stories if that kid falls in that fucking enclosure and the zoo is like, Harambe the shit, though. He wouldn't do that. And Harambe rips that kid in half and you're like, oops. Like, what the fuck, dog? What are you going to do? That would have been a terrible fucking video, dog. People out here dumb as fuck, dog, with their fucking internet knowledge, dog. Everybody swear they know everything, dog. And that's not fucking common sense to me. Like, I don't even understand how that's fucking debatable, dog. Oh, it's debatable some dumbass fucks. It's just, there's no way in hell you can sit there and debate that they should have waited or did anything less than shoot that bitch to kill him. You just can't. You just can't. (laughs) What do you think about the conversation of, uh, the immense sadness of everybody being upset over this gorilla dying and then people make the comparison about how motherfuckers generally don't care when black kids die and shit. Because, like, 
I can't really make the. It's kind of hard for me to explain. I haven't really thought about it, and I saw this today, literally, of uh the comparison between like I saw like a meme that was like it showed a picture of the gorilla, and it showed like two white people crying, and then it the bottom part of the meme showed various black kids who got killed, and then it showed white people like random pictures of white people like b- looking like they don't give a fuck, and the idea was basically like. White people are way more upset when a gorilla dies than they are when black kids die. And generally, I agree with that idea, but for some reason, it don't really relate to me like it did with... um. Do you remember when uh, Jimmy Kimmel was crying over that damn, that damn lion that we mm-hmm. talked about? Yeah. Like, that shit is different to me, and I can't really... I haven't had time to think about it, so I can't relate why. But for the the lion shit, bother. I think the lion shit bothered me more because I think like the lion shit wasn't a necessary kill, and they were like super upset about it. But this was to me a necessary kill, so I feel like if you upset about this, your your level of upsetness needs to be significantly lower than the level of upsetness over the lion. But I I don't know. I can't really make the connection on why. I don't feel the same way about the gorilla shit as I do about the lion shit. But for some reason, that lion shit pissed me off. Because, like, I saw Jimmy Kimmel crying over this damn lion, but he had nothing to say when all these fucking black kids get killed. But for some reason, people being upset about the gorilla don't bother me as much as deal with the lion. I'm not really sure why. But the same connection is being made. Well, you know what? Let's pause that. I'm going to do a bathroom break. Maybe we'll come (laughs) back. And uh, we'll we'll continue that in one second. I'm cool with that. Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, I don't i I think it's I think it's cool to to the like generally feel bad that the animal had to die, especially when initially he didn't from the. The point of view of us not being, you know, familiar with the temperament of fucking gorillas or whatever the case. Initially, it didn't seem like it was it was going to escalate to that. But like the point we made before, you can't let it escalate to that when it's involving a child like that. You know, so I don't know. I don't I don't feel any kind of way that people felt bad about that. You know, and I don't and I don't I feel like I don't want to have to compare that to a, a black child or any child. Like, I just feel like it's a reach in the conversation, you know, but and like you, I felt I did feel some kind of way about Jimmy Kimmel, uh, you know, doing this fucking bullshit ass. Cr- like, you could have felt bad about that shit on your own without fucking a camera. <laughs> right. Like, you ain't have to put that shit on fucking camera. But, you know, in the midst of and when the shit happened with Jimmy Kimmel, that was like in the midst of like tons of fucking, you know. Blacks dying under the hand of police and yeah. shit like that. And a I lion felt, died today. It was just a fucking insult, just in general, you know, just you know, like you know. But you know, it's all. I think it's always been that thing with, with white folks that you know people have felt that you know they've always cared for animals. You know, so people still fucking uh, protest uh, Mike Vick. You know, <laughs> and it's like, motherfucker, you can use your time way better than doing that shit. You know, no one, no one condone. You know, no one uh, condone Mike Vick for the shit he did, saying it was some great shit. You know what I'm saying? No one, you know, uh, 
was putting him on some pedestal and shit. You know, he did some fucked up shit. He went to jail. He served his time. He paid his fines, and that's it. He ain't out here killing fucking puppies for sport or some shit. You know, so yeah, I, I don't like that comparison. I don't. I don't think. I think it's a it's a stretch to even try to put that comparison of like you know care. I don't. I don't expect no one else to care for our people like we care for our people. You know, yeah. and so I don't. That's not nothing. No uh, expectation I have for any white, yellow, green person. You know, to care like that. But yeah, I was. I was real. I was real salty about Jimmy Kimmel shit. I don't think I've watched him since. I haven't. Nah, I'm just like fuck him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But then we're we're talking about a race of people who like tongue kiss their dogs and shit. So I mean, <laughs> not too surprising that they would have some sort of affinity for. Uh, dog lives or animal lives over human over black human lives i'm not really that surprised oh shit so i just seen a tweet that says frank ocean is finally dropping this album june 3rd i don't know if this is real or not are you tomorrow friday you, do you, well, oh it's after midnight well so after yeah. midnight technically tomorrow you're so right. yeah friday um are you a fan of frank ocean hmm meh we discussed where I stand on R and B, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, who yeah. cares? Yeah. I'm not gonna listen to it, so yeah, <laughs> it is yeah. what it is. So speaking of R and B, and you're not a fan, so we're gonna make a difference. But Boring. Last week, last no, this Sunday, Foreign Exchange and Zoe was here, and that was a dope ass concert. Um, for those who don't know, Foreign Exchange, Foreign Exchange is Fonte, and now Fonte was a rapper, still is a rapper. He uh. <laughs> He was initially with the group Little Brother, and then he ended That's up... That's where I know him from. Yeah. And then he ended up hooking up with the guy Nicolay, who was a, a producer, uh, I want to say England, but I know he's across seas, and they started doing, uh, kind of sending each other work, you know, through, via mail and all that shit. And then they just end up becoming a group, which that's why the foreign exchange uh, name, you know, came up. But that was a dope concert. Um, so that so was it's R&B music? Mostly, yeah. Now they first album. So he a rapper, but he made R and B music. Yeah. Oh, basically, yeah. And so his their first album. So, had who, more so wait, of, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. So he sings. Yeah, he sings. Oh, okay. A lot. Huh. Yeah. He raps still too, but he sings a lot. On all the, most of the four, he do he throwing a rap verse every now and then. But for the most part, he's singing. On the first album, it was called Connected. He did a lot of rapping on that album. But then the future albums, he just does mostly like singing and shit. So he's not bad though. He's actually not bad. Hmm. You know. So yeah. I know a lot of people that I follow on Twitter fuck with Foreign Exchange. So yeah, Foreign Exchange is actually dope. Um, I I. I'm pretty sure I put most of my circle on foreign exchange and I still stand by that. Um, it's I, that seems feasible. And I, and I found out, found them through, it's like, I was, I knew of, uh, a lot of people are familiar with Fonte. Yeah. A lot of people are familiar with Fonte. I knew of him with the group of uh, little brother, but I really hadn't listened to him much at all. Matter of fact, I didn't even listen to much of their stuff until after the fact when I found out about the foreign exchange. Okay. But I was looking, I was on, you know how you ever get through like these YouTube, like rabbit holes, just clicking video after video oh, and so forth. So I found this um, singer chick. She was pretty as hell. Her name is Musina. And she was just, she just do these blog videos and she's a singer. And then she was talking about how she was featured on the foreign exchange album. So then I went to find the album, and then that's how I ended up finding them and shit. But this was after their, this is like their, when their second album was coming out or whatever. Mm. 
but yeah, that was a dope concert, and uh, and it was always cool to uh, to see those those people. Cause I remember the first the first show I went to was at the Charles H. Wright Museum, and it had a pretty decent crowd, but it wasn't like super packed and shit. And I seen them once again at the Majestic, uh, and not the big sad like above like garden bowl and shit like that small oh right right shit. right that little intimate yeah ass real movie. intimate yeah, yeah. but you know you've been in majestic we went to yeah uh, yeah we saw royce um, there it was worse right yeah we saw royce was there that his show yeah we saw royce there See, i thought it was i thought it was elzai show and he was just there no oh. you're right wait i thought it was elzai show it was you're right it was elzai show worse was there Cause he did a so he cause he had on um, Elzai um um is Elmatic um he had a song with Royce on there. I remember Bun B being there. Bun B? Yeah. I swear I don't. I was drunk as fuck. I might be remember. Concert. I don't know, man. I feel like it might be. T- it might be two separate I was shows, drunk dog. Hell. And so I don't. I re- feel like we saw Royce there. Royce was there. No, I mean I, I feel like oh, we went like to this. a Royce show. Oh there. no no no. I don't recall. I know we went to Elzai. Yeah. And I feel like I know we went to Elzai, but I feel like we also saw Royce there. And I know Bum B was at one of them. I'm 100% Bum B was at something there that we was at. I just remember being, I remember having a hangover from hell that next day. And I remember like not remembering a lot of shit from that concert. Matter of fact, I remember leaving out early because I was drunk as fuck. Uh, But at any rate, good weekend. Good. How was your week? <laughs> Uneventful. There's no no stories in my week, man. Was, yeah, we're uh, um, so my working and sleeping. My uh, stepson is graduating, and so uh, this whole last couple of weeks has been just. Otis has preps. a stepson because he's married. Yeah, and, and I know like that. that. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it was <laughs> there were folks on my Twitter feed that were unaware that I was married. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you remember? Uh, who said that? Uh, Brandon. Oh yeah, that's something. right. That's right. That's right. He was Brandon like, you, he said something about being married. I said something like, uh, it was about divorce or something like that. I was like, I hope that never happens to me. Or I, no, I said I have no intentions of that happening to me. And he was like, because you plan on never getting married. And then you were like, it was to both of us. And then you were like, yeah, yeah, I'm already yeah, married. Yeah, He's like, right. no, I was talking to Mike. I'm yeah, like, I'm already yeah. married too, fam. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how that you know never happened. I mean, does your pick still show like? The family pick of you and your no, wife? No, I think it's me and Michael right now. Oh, okay. But he's been okay. following me long enough to right. where seen that he should know, yeah. Yeah, so you know, so that's been a week of, like, doing shit with them. They had, you know, their prom was last week. Was it last week? And then now, you know, I think they pick up the cap and gown this week. And then I think today was their last actual last full school day. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they pick up cap and, down, cap and gowns Friday. And then graduation is next thursday i think and then that saturday we're doing the open house here for them and yeah i'm just happy to have to get up take niggas to school open and house i say them because we take care of my nephew he was uh his cousin is graduating he lives with us so so open house you gonna have like a whole bunch of like teenagers and shit up in here probably yikes yeah don't tell r kelly right <laughs> Dude, so like I'm about to drink Mike a whole just, gallon of water before I go over there. Right. So, <laughs> so Mike brought up this video of R. Kelly being called out on being R. Kelly, um, and it might have been the most entertaining couple of seconds of. I mean, it was like four minutes, and we didn't watch it all, but the most entertaining. You only need the first minute and a half. Yeah. So some guy bet had bet that R. Kelly wasn't R. Kelly, 
And then R. Kelly hit like the first three lines of uh, <laughs> what was Bump, and grind. Bump and Grind. It was just like, no, how do you not know that's not R. Kelly? No, he, he was like, they, whoever was courting the video broke out $100 was like, so you don't think this is R. Kelly? He was like, nope, I don't think it's R. Kelly. He broke out $100 like, $100 say this is R. Kelly. He's like, no, it's not R. Kelly. R. Kelly take the money, counts it. And then hits the my mind is telling me no. And at that point you throw the throw the loot out, dog. Like he uh, he hit it like yeah, it was I, at that point, it was the nineties. Like it I, wasn't even like this nigga rusty. Like I, I would have pulled my man. mind out, gave the hundred, and just walked away gracefully. Like there's nothing. I, I'd have stayed to hear the rest. But uh, <laughs> you get a free concert. <laughs> right. Cause that shit was still phenomenal. All the shade I'll I'll give R. Kelly shade for being his himself all day, but he that hit nigga, that shit. <laughs> he, hit that shit. he hit that shit, dog. That, that shit was phenomenal, dog. I was like, man. Yeah. If you hear that, you like, and then after that, it was like, so this it. He was like, so you don't still don't think this R. Kelly? He was like, dope to say to R. Kelly. I'm like, okay, you you drunk. Like, you, yeah, R. Kelly you, came in, he was like, he drunk as fuck. Yeah. And he was singing <laughs> it in, 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 in baritone. So. Yeah, I was like, man. As soon as my mind is telling me no, if you hear that shit, it's on my Facebook page. So if you... If me and you Facebook friends go to my Facebook pages on there, like as soon as he hit the my mind is telling me no, automatically you you throwing up the loot. Like okay, I lost. That's definitely yeah. R. Kelly. There's no way. It's cool. Yeah, he killed it. It was an entertaining video. So, uh, what else we got? I got nothing. So uh, you got something? Then you do. I got nothing. Uh, want to talk about the gorillas? Want to talk about? Um. I was going to talk about the Amber Alert stuff. But I really don't feel it's that interesting enough to talk about. Um, <laughs> as I started reading this shit, I was like, eh, that's not really that interesting. Like, <laughs> Amber Alert's got criteria in right, the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Um, <laughs> it's not racial in the right, podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, nothing. Uh, I, I won't even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, other than that, uh, we're approaching. We're, we're still trying to figure out our... Uh, our ideas for our hundredth podcast. Um, we ain't got shit yet. We had we well, we did think about the possible possibility of doing a uh, a podcast at a, a location, not the garage. Um, yeah, you meant to say the studio. The studio. The stew. These bugs been in here every fucking time, dog. It seems like didn't he call it what did what did we call the bug last week? But it really wasn't that. Uh, I don't remember. I, don't know, I was a little tipsy last week. Yeah, I don't remember the name they said. <laughs> it's like a it's like a brownish bug, and it's big as fuck. And I only see him at night. Anyways, um, so we're still working on a possible location, a uh, satellite location for the podcast for the hundreds. So we'll figure that out. Um, Email us suggestions. Yeah, if you have any suggestions that's like reasonable, <laughs> yeah, that'll be some random shit. Like, Vegas, right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> eh, it's probably not gonna happen. Um, so, uh, other than that, um, you can uh, this bug hit up against the wall, sounded like dog. And then damn, Thor's like, hammer up against right, the wall and shit. It's hard as fuck, dude. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, that's a crazy distraction. Um, yeah, so you can hit up our uh, our email, uh, World Dope Podcast at uh, Gmail, or our uh, Twitter page uh, at What Up Dope Podcast, or our Facebook page What Up Dope Podcast, or our individual emails. I'm sorry, individual Twitter pages 
Blame Otis and Michael underscore Evans. Um, Michael underscore. I'm gonna say Evans for some odd fucking reason. Michael <laughs> good times, underscore dog. Here. Right. <laughs> Michael <laughs> underscore here. That's where I don't think I'm tipsy, but whatever. Oh, good times, Mike. Mike Evans. Yo, and if you're a fan, you can catch me out. I'm gonna be at the uh, Royster Five Nine concert on Monday, man. Yo, and I'm I'm almost certain Nickel. I'm gonna be there too. So I don't know yeah. if any local people are actually going, but uh. I'm definitely planning on trying to be there. Um, yeah, so if you're a listener and you want to kick it, we're going to be at the Royce concert on Monday. Well, I can't say we. I don't know what Otis doing, but I'm going to be at the Royce I'm 5 9 concert. I'm pretty certain I'm going to be there. I'm be at the Royce concert. I got so. shit to do up and t- Well, it's like like we said earlier. I don't think he's probably going to go on to maybe 10, 11 o'clock, maybe even midnight. Depend- just how local shows be. It's how rap shows are. Yeah, especially rap shows. But I'm definitely planning on going down. Yeah, so, so I'm going to be up at... Uh, it's at St. Andrews. St. Andrews on Monday. I don't know who's uh, supposed to be performing before him. I haven't heard nothing Other local about. niggas. I, I remember seeing one name that I recognized, but I can't recall who it was. But, yeah, he he has a, I think it was like, th- like three openers or some shit. Like, he has a few people. So, Royce probably not going to the stage till like midnight. But, whatever the case may be, I'm going to be up at, uh, up at St. Andrews on Monday. So, uh, yeah. And if we come, we'll, we'll be smoking cigars outside of Checkers. Yeah, uh, yeah. So gaming. yeah, be at uh, <laughs> be at Checkers. It's a uh, a little bar with an outdoor space that is like you can see St. Andrews from there. It's like right by. So uh, I'm gonna be out there. Gonna see Nickel on uh on a uh, Monday. So if you're a fan and you want to come out, we will be there. I will be there. He would definitely be there, and I'm. I would definitely be I'm there, definitely and pushing he, to be there. Yeah, he will probably. So be you'll there. find out next week if I actually went to the shit. <laughs> so other than that, um, peace out. Catch y'all next week. Indeed, peace. Peace.